Hi, welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have explicit yet soulful conversations about all facets of human sexuality. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com, where you will find a complete podcast archive. And while you are there, sign up for the Erotic Essentials, our free online course that offers you a foundation of knowledge and techniques and strategies to start building your ideal sex life from the ground up. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com free to get started right away. If you love this show and want to support our work, come on over to patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics. You won't be able to search for it because as adult content, because we talk about sex, uh, you can't search for us. So you have to know the address to find us directly. Patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics. Look for us, sign up for as little as a dollar a month, show your support for this show, join our inner circle, get direct access to us, your pleasure mechanics, and be part of our community. We would love to have you as part of our inner circle at patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics. All right, on with the show. And we're just going to say it up front because today we're talking about butt plugs. (laughs) butt plugs butt plugs butt plugs butt plugs and we'll try to do this as tastefully as we can um but if you are not in the mood to hear about butt plugs right now then circle back to this episode when you are Mm. and this just by the way side note is why we do single episode single issue episodes Mm. i like to keep each episode kind of on one topic so you kind of can know what you're getting into and consent as you're driving because sometimes i notice with other podcasts i start listening about one thing and then all of a sudden they're talking about butt plugs and it's like whoa there this was not what i wanted in this moment right so like okay we're talking about butt plugs so if you're eating chocolate pudding right now maybe not in this moment and we are going to be doing a who what where when why and how episode and this is a structure we're going to play a little bit with going through the who what where when why and how of some things around sex that there's a lot of misconceptions around a lot of myths and so just to kind of lay out the information so this isn't maybe one of those soul actually we'll get soulful probably about butt plugs but uh i was gonna say this isn't one of those soulful conversation episodes this is more of a informational educational episode but knowing me i'm gonna get soulful about butt plugs all right so butt plugs who what where when why and how episode who anyone everyone That was easy. All right, moving on to what? (laughs) Yeah, we all have butts. It is something that we all share. And so this is a very equal opportunity sex toy Mm -hmm. that is relevant for men, women, and those that identify as in between. Mm -hmm. Which is not to say it will be everyone's favorite, but these are available and accessible to everyone, and we can all explore this part of our body. All right, so the what. What is a butt plug? A butt plug is a subgenre of sex toys. So it is a type of sex toy specifically designed to be inserted into the rectum and left there. This type of toy is meant to go in and stay in. It is not a dildo. 
which is used for going in and out and in and out repeatedly, right? That kind of penetration play where you want to repeatedly thrust, you would use a different kind of toy. And so butt plugs are specifically designed to go in and stay in and why this feels pleasurable and what else you can do with that butt plug in your butt is part of what we'll be talking about on this episode. Um, But let's talk a little bit about anal anatomy because I think then the design of butt plugs start to make a lot of sense. So if you can all visualize a butt plug with me, (laughs) so (laughs) if you think of a curved conical shape, like a traffic cone that is tapered and it kind of comes down, flares out, and then goes in and tucks into a little neck. And then after that neck, there is a flared base. And so they often kind of stand up on their own bases. So it kind of looks like a Christmas tree. Mm. Sometimes those bases are round. Sometimes they're more... um, like rectangular, so they can fit in between the butt cheeks. And so they are designed to slide in past the first sphincter, past the second sphincter, and then fill the rectum. Okay, little mini course on anal anatomy here. So your anus is part of your sexual system. No matter who you are, the anus is part of your sexual system. It is part of the male and female sexual system, the human sexual system. It is highly enervated. So the perineum area, the area between the genitals and the anus, is a nexus of muscles and nerves, is a central part of your sexual system that is highly, highly underutilized. We love the perineum. The anus, the external anal sphincter, so you have two anal sphincters which are round circular muscles. The external anal sphincter area has tons of nerve endings, and these nerve endings are directly wired into your sexual response system. So for most people, comfortable, loving, respectful external anal stimulation can add a whole lot of sensation to their arousal response. Again, no matter who you are, what body you have. So the external anal sphincter is rich with nerve endings and for a lot of people gives them a lot of pleasure. That anal sphincter is under your conscious control. So you can right now, do it with me, flex, open up and contract your anal sphincter. Just behind that is a second anal sphincter that you do not have conscious control over. This is under your subconscious control, it's under your parasympathetic nervous system, and your body releases this sphincter when you are ready to release poop into the world. (laughs) When you are ready to do a bowel movement, your two sphincters coordinate, they open up, and poop passes through. Just behind this second sphincter is the rectum, three to six inches of open space that poop passes through on its way out of the body. But doesn't stay there poop the rest of the Poop is not stored in their rectum, okay? So I'm taking you back from the outside of the body in. So we have the rectum, it is a nice empty space. It is lined with very delicate um, mucus tissue, much like the inside of your mouth, right? So it's very, very delicate, but not actually that sensitive in terms of sexual response. But what it does have is pressure receptors, so it can feel fullness. Just beyond this lining are the inside of your genitals. So the base of the penis, the roots of the clitoris, all of those nerve endings, all of your genitals are just on the other side of this 
warm, soft wall of your rectum. Okay, the prostate is there, the G-spot area. Again, remember we have more in common than different. So we all have this anus just beyond this pink soft wall is all of the genitals and all of the pleasure receptors that we know and love there. Then the rectum takes a sudden curve. It's called the sigmoid process and you go into the intestines. For most people, sex play kind of ends at the rectum. You don't go into intestinal play. That's very advanced, very extreme anal play. For most people, if we're talking about butt plugs, if we're talking about fingers, this is where kind of that zone stops. So that's where we'll stop our tour is the end of the rectum. So a butt plug is designed to gently and pleasurably open up that first sphincter. And that's where you really get to play and add a lot of stimulation and sensation. So you're pleasuring all those nerve endings. That circular muscle opens up. Oh, mm -hmm. I feel like we need music. Mm -hmm. You go about half an inch, an inch in. Another sphincter opens up when it feels safe and ready to do so. We do not push past any resistance at this second gate. The body opens up when it feels aroused, when it feels safe, when it feels ready. That sphincter opens up. Oh, and we are in the rectum. But plug in, we leave it in, and then we go on playing. Okay, yeah. so that was kind of the who, what, and where. So who, everyone, what, this tapered sex toy, it can be made out of silicone, glass, metal, other body safe materials. They can range in size from about an inch big to beyond your imaginations. Um, most people want to start with a smaller one and then work your way up. Some come in kits where you can get kind of a small, medium, and large. Um, and we will link up to all of our favorite and trusted butt plug companies in the show notes of this episode so you can save yourself some time and go to our trusted sources. Um, but butt plugs, you can get them in all sorts of beautiful colors. So that's the what, okay? Go look at them if you can't visualize what we're talking about. Um... Now let's get into really like how we play with them, when we play with them and why we play with them, right? this is the juicy stuff. So we have our butt plug in. Now what do we do? Or let's start with, so why would someone wanna play with a butt plug? Why would this feeling of fullness, having this little two to three inches of soft squishy silicone in your butt during sex be such a fun thing? Why go here? Some people love the experience of fullness and it is a really great way of adding that to your experience. So talk more about what you mean by fullness. So as we said, the outside of the butt has a lot of pleasure receptors where you feel that sensation. Inside the butt, it's more about pressure and fullness. Why would that feel good? Some people just love that sensation, first of all. It is a specific sensation. Uh -huh. Some people love feeling their whole pelvis activated and uh -huh. feel like when the fullness is in their butt, they're also more aware of their genital tissue because we talked about how it's just on the other side of the rectum. Uh -huh. So you're creating pressure in the back of all of your genital tissue and your mm -hmm. erectile tissue. So you're stimulating yeah. in some way all of your erectile tissues. Um, so it can be a really specific sensation that some people particularly enjoy, but I think it's a worthy one for people to explore if you've never explored it because 
it is really specific uh-huh. and it's a it's a way of expanding your experience of your own pelvis because we're so used to the front of our pelvises mm-hmm. um, our genitals where, where we think of them and know them but as if you're a long-time listener you understand that there is so much genital tissue inside the pelvis mm-hmm. beyond what we see the men have two-thirds of their penis deep inside their body women have more because we can just see the tip in the clitoris um, but there's more around the back of the labia deep into the body there's just so much deep inside the body so it's a way of waking that tissue up and bringing our awareness uh, to it inside our body so it's a really valuable toy to play with mm-hmm. and just to highlight this so you said that really beautifully and highlighted that we have all of this genital tissue inside the pelvic bowl mm-hmm. And as erection happens, so as arousal starts building, as we start stimulating these sensitive tissues, engorgement happens. Men and women have about the same amount of erectile tissue. As those tissues fill and swell with blood, one of the functions of that is to push the nerve endings closer to the skin so they can be stimulated in new ways. And people with penises will identify with this right away. A same stroke at different levels of erection feels different because you're hitting the nerve endings in different ways. And people with vulvas can start self-exploring this, doing the same kinds of strokes at different levels of arousal and notice how your genitals are changing in their outward presentation. Internally, when we play with pressure, so if you fill up that rectal space with a butt plug, you're kind of pushing all of the genital tissues closer to the surface, changing the geography a little bit. And sometimes just that shift can create whole new pleasure realms to play with. So what do we do with a butt plug in? Well, we first of all, putting a butt plug in can be its own whole pleasurable process. So you could start with a full body massage and then a butt massage and then bring a warmed butt plug in with beautifully warmed lube and do a beautiful anal massage and ease that butt plug in with like just pure relaxation. Or it could be like a teasy power play scene and you're putting that butt plug in with a little bit more like feisty, fiery, teasy energy, right? It could be any number of styles or energies behind it, but getting the butt plug in on its own is a whole experience, right? You can do cunnilingus and play with the tip of the butt plug, stimulating the external anal sphincter as kind of a toy in and of itself before easing it in. And that's really important because remember we talked about how the external anal sphincter has so much sensation. So I don't want to skip over this part. This is a really important part where you can get a lot of anal stimulation, which remember is attached to all the rest of your... um, erotic wiring so you can really feel a lot of sensation from just playing with the external sphincter and the tip of the butt plug is a really great safe easy option to really stimulate all of the sphincters right our favorite tool for that job of course is the hands and doing a lot of external anal play with the fingers you can create amazingly nuanced beautiful sensations with your fingers on butts Um, But for now, imagine using the tip of that butt plug as an appendage, as a tool to stimulate the external butt, to play, to tease, to build up anticipation. And with the help of lube, lube will always go with a butt plug. Lube always goes with anal play. Always, always, always. 
with the help of a good, healthy, organic lube, you're going to slide that butt plug in. Sometimes it gets sucked right in. Like if someone's ready and their butt is eager, it might just be like a... And other times, how's that for sound effects? Other times it will be a slow working it in over many, many minutes. And both of those processes can be fun and exciting and pleasurable. So the butt plug goes in. Now that it's in, how do we play? So many options here. So some people put a butt plug in and leave it in. And I've even heard guys talk about they put a butt plug in in the bathroom, in the shower as preparation for sex, as part of their solo preparation, and then go to sex with a butt plug already in. And this is a great option if partners are squeamish about anal stuff. They don't want it to be part of the play. It can be part of your solo preparation. Great idea. Um, and Probably then, great. You've had a conversation with your partner and they let you, you all know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. But she's like, go put it in and then come back to me. Um, so guys can wear butt plugs while fucking, while doing intercourse, while getting a blowjob, while getting a hand job, while getting any kind of genital stimulation. And some guys, this just is absolutely a portal to mind-blowing pleasure. The butt plug hits the prostate. It hits that internal penis. It deepens the sensation. Love, love, love. For people with vulvas, you can wear a butt plug and get oral sex, fingers, PVI, intercourse, any kind of stimulation. So really, this is like a butt plug plus anything kind of situation. Well, anything you're already doing, anything um, you love doing. Um, but I think where I was originally going with some people put it in and ignore it. So mm-hmm. it's like a set and ignore kind of thing. They put it in and then they just play how they would play without it in. And just that added sensation is the why. Some people will do a lot of play directly with the plug. So putting a vibrator on the silicone base of a plug, sending vibrations straight into the end of it, into the internal body, Um, tapping it, rotating it, um, kind of pulsing it, reaching around and like rocking it while you're giving a blowjob, for example, you might want to be really active with that butt plug, or you can be very passive with it, put it in, let it do its job and just go about your business. But what it does and the good thing to remember here is it frees up a hand (laughs) because I love my hands in people's butts. This is one of my greatest pleasures. But if my one hand is committed to someone's anal stimulation and one hand is committed to their genital stimulation and my mouth is on the clitoris, I don't then have a hand for touching their full body. Like there have been many moments during sex I have wished for multiple hands. <laughs> if I had a superpower, it would be to, you know, be one of those many hand goddesses. Um, and if your partner likes anal stimulation consistently, getting a butt plug in there, leaving it in, frees up a hand to do other things, to touch genitals, to touch their body, to do whatever you would want with it. So it's kind of like sprouting a third appendage. <laughs> it's like having another tool with you. Um, it is in fact exactly that yes (laughs) (laughs) but I think some people get intimidated by these things or they feel like I don't know I think people still have a lot of emotional responses to sex toys and anytime we can rethink about how we can use tools to expand what we are capable of doing in bed it's not a replacement for yeah this is just an addition and i think a butt plug more than actually a lot of other sex toys is very clearly just an addition that is there 
um, to enhance the pleasure and experience and create more novelty and bring a new experience of your body, of how you're interacting. And again, to highlight, it is a tool that can be used solo or partnered, no matter what body you have. Like this is a tool that really is very universal and is a very friendly way to start playing with your butt because it doesn't even have to go all the way in and stay in. You can just use it to play with those external stimulation and just open up the sphincter a little bit and see what that feels like. And I want to remind people that anal play, like you can integrate it on your own terms. And I think what's important is getting over the mental hangups and the shame and the um, trauma of this part of our body for so many people and just making friends with it. And then you can decide if it's just a friendly part of your body or if it's a major part of your sex life. And if it's a major part of your sex life, does that mean the tiniest tip of one little pinky once in a while? Or does that mean big penetration and a whole collection of butt plugs and lots of butt play all the time? Like some people frame their sex life around butt play. It's a huge part of their eroticism. Gay, straight, men and women, right? Um, This is really a cross identity thing. Some people love the sensation of butts. And because I was trained by Chester Maynard, who was kind of the leader of anal massage technique and butt worship play in the erotic massage community, because I was trained directly by him and have my own reverence for butts, when I was in the community and playing, um, I got tapped for a lot of the people who loved butts. Like I was called up and made dates with a lot of the people in the community who loved their butts. And so I met a lot of butt aficionados, I guess this is really like what, because I have certain skills and became from a specific lineage of butt worship, which is a very unlikely path for me, by the way, like my butt is not a happy, pleasurable place of my sexuality. It was a site of a lot of abuse and trauma and pain. And I'm like, just now after all of these years, just making friends with it, like it has been a path for me. Um, but because I was trained in the butt skills that I have, I was able to serve and, um, give touch to people whose relationships with their butts were very different from mine. Yes, you have so much experience. Uh, and I strangely came from the same lineage, but without, before we met each other. Um, so those of you who know my story know that I was an erotic masseuse in my 20s and I initiated hundreds and hundreds of men into the pleasures of prostate mm-hmm. massage uh, while giving them erotic massage. So uh, I have witnessed and uh, I've witnessed men experiencing prostate play for the first time um, and the sheer joy, overwhelm mm-hmm. and uh, ecstasy that they experienced uh, without realizing that that was a possible option for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so many people said that it was better than sex, which I think just meant that it was new sensations that felt really exciting and really stimulating. So we are speaking to you as people who have a lot of experience touching bodies and watching people open to this pleasure. Mm-hmm. So, 
<laughs> if there were anal pleasure Olympics, <laughs> we'd be all over that. And I really love that part of the story that Charlotte learned how to do erotic massage from the DVDs I was producing with Joseph Kramer and Chester Maynard, the man I was talking about earlier. So I produced the anal massage DVD. It was my first job out of college that Charlotte then learned from and went on to become one of the best erotic masseurs in San Francisco, probably the world, I, I'll just say. Why not? Universe, <laughs> the whole galaxy, really. Yeah, so I got those videos out and I learned how to give amazing erotic massage from studying those videos. Mm -hmm. and, and years later, we reunited. Yes. Um, and I learned a lot from them about integrating this part of our body, loving this part of our body, and having it be a place of joy rather than like shame and disease and like we often like I think we hide a lot of emotions in our butt that we don't want to deal with death disease loss um, all the things we hide about ourselves tend to get caught up in our butts and when we can just make friends with our butts and this can start with just being in the shower and this is the practice that I do now of just when you're in the shower and washing the whole body, like giving your butt a little bit of loving touch, circling a soapy finger around the exter like external anal sphincter and sending some love can make a huge difference in how you emotionally feel about this part of your body. And then it can become more available for pleasure, for joy, for arousal. Um, because for some people, this is a site of this huge, huge amount of sexual pleasure. And knowing that is part of why I'm so evangelical about relieving the butt shame, because so much is possible when we release all of that shame and the poop shame and all the stuff that gets caught up there. Yeah, it's so important. We have so much to say about this. We have so much love for the ass. Mm -hmm. um, and we have so many podcasts about this. So if you're new to this or if this is all feeling... Yeah, if this is feeling new, please feel free to check out our other podcasts. We've talked a lot about this. But if we want to be loving and appreciating our body and accessing the most pleasure that we can possibly find within our own lives, then we have to include all of our body. And for many of us, we have learned through our culture of shaming the ass that this is a no-go zone. We don't go there. We don't think about it. We... You know, it's it goes on and on and on. But when we integrate our entire body, we become whole with all of our holes. As is that the my is that correct? Oh, there's so many spins on <laughs> yeah. it. How um, can you love your whole self if you don't love all your holes? If you want to be holy, you must love all your holes. So many ways you can play with that. But, but, but the, I did want to mention it because I think we're talking about butt plugs so easily, and for a lot of people, this is not an easy area. But when we're talking about it, promising so much pleasure, right? Like people will hear that and be like, yeah, but uh -huh. I feel kind of gross about it. Yeah, but it actually hurts when someone touches there or it feels numb. That is the point, right? Like we have been cut off from this source of pleasure on purpose. And part of the work is just that soapy finger in the shower, reconnecting with your own butt from a place of love and like this is just part of your body it does a really important job for us it's a central part of our health and maintaining us it's part of okay don't yeah. put me up on the 
But I know, the on butt the, pedestal. But, no, no, the butt soapbox. <laughs> the butt soapbox. Talking about a soapy butt. But this oh, is such gosh. a great thing to explore solo. We're talking about it partnered, but it really is a great thing to explore solo if you have any curiosity about exploring this part of your body. It's great for those that can't reach their butt with their own arms. Um, if there's flexibility or, like, it's great to add a little bit more length and be mm-hmm. able to get to the external sphincters solo. If you're feeling bored in your own personal solo sex life and just want to shake things up a little bit, it's great to go to the butt in this really unintimidating, very safe way just to see what you can wake up. And know that for a lot of people, when you do start beginning to integrate this part of the body, there may be numbness. There may be um, just no sensation because there is so much uh, armoring or or numbness. So just know that that's something that over time, slowly, you can begin to melt um, and the tissues can wake up. So don't go past any discomfort or pain. Uh, but if there's no sensation, just be really gentle and uh, see what you can evoke over time. Mm. So this can be a process that involves time um, and care and reverence and sweetness, um, which is all very surprising, I know, with yeah. butt play. But just just go gentle. But I do think everyone should think about exploring it mm-hmm. to, in some little way. Well, some people will become friends with their butt and then just leave it at that. Some people will become friends with their butt and then revolutionize their sex life. Yeah. And we hear from those people so consistently and especially men who get over the cultural stuff and start playing with their butt and their prostates and the internal play and their sex lives are completely transformed. Um, And I feel like that's just so important to know that that is at least possible. And then give yourself the mental space to be like, is it worth getting over my shit shame? Is it worth touching my butt, getting over all of the cultural ideas I have about this to see what is there for me? Mm-hmm. Or do you walk around with this part of your body and just keep it on lockdown because you were told that it was naughty? Yeah, our culture is very committed to that message. And it really is, there is a serious emotional uh, and mental unlearning to do to welcome this part of our body into our yeah. physical experience, solo and partnered. There are different layers there. Um, so it really is a cultural unlearning that we have to do individually. Um, I told you we'd get soulful. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd so, keep it easy. So wait, have we done this? So the who, everyone, what butt plug, why, how, where, have we covered it? Yeah. Uh, when? When. Standing up, shower, lying down solo partnered i mean it's just oh and also just putting it in and going about your day doing other things some people love to eroticize doing housework while they have a butt plug in Mm. like there are just all sorts of ways you can because you can put it in and then like put your pants up and no one knows you're wearing it Mm. so this is a way of like preparing for sex this is a way for getting in the mood for sex different people will use it in different ways but just know that that is actually an option yeah so the whole formula of butt plug plus anything <laughs> goes out of sight of the bedroom pretty too. much stands right but plug plus house but plug plus is very hard to say um but plug plus so butt plugs anytime that's easier butt plugs anytime you can go on a date with it in let your partner know preparing yourself for the afterwards you know you get the idea yeah it is very versatile because it is a sex toy that no one can no one can know you're wearing that you have in and that's kind of fun yeah and once so again this kind of just takes us full circle so once they're in and the sphincters close around the base 
you can wear them comfortably for a long time and some people will wear them for hours. However, and this is the risk warning, when you are having an orgasm, if you are like, you know, your legs are up, you're masturbating or your partner's going on on you and you're having pleasure and your pelvic muscles are contracting, I have seen more than one butt plug fly across a room. (laughs) So those muscular contractions we talk about with orgasm all of the pelvic muscles contract and sometimes they pull things in, which is why we have that flared base. And sometimes they shoot things out. And so sometimes your butt plug might go a flying. Usually it's just comical and fun. Um, but the whole like wearing it around and in public thing, I think has to come also with the caveat and experience and knowledge and self-knowledge and the caveat that they can come flying out at inopportune times um but butt plugs i think they're just an underused category of sex toy and if you already have a vibrator if you're looking for something new to add um you can add this to your repertoire and just slowly explore right it'll cost you 20 30 40 dollars and then you will have it for years to come and explore all different ways of putting it to use and Putting it to play, as I should say. Um, so, butt plugs. There's lots of places for your personal style, different colors, different materials, different sizes. Different we will link up to some of our favorites in the show notes page. And as you are exploring the butt plug options available to you, you will notice some come in vibrating models, or there's also rimming butt plugs, which have beads that spin around. I do not recommend these, especially as your first butt butt plug. Why is butt plug so hard to say a hundred times? If you get really into this genre, you will collect butt plugs. Some people do. But I think it's better to have a plain silicone butt plug, and then you can add vibrations to that with another vibrator on the base. And that just makes it a little more versatile, and you're also saving some money by not getting a vibrating butt plug. Um, so just go for a simple silicone model to start 20 bucks, 30 bucks, you're done. And it's going to add a lot of pleasure to your play. Boom. We hope that this podcast has inspired you and also educated you about some anal anatomy, the potential of pleasure that lives in your pelvis, (laughs) giving you a few ideas for how you might integrate and learn something new about your body or your partner's body and expand your own sex life a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let us know how it goes. We're committed to your pleasure. We want you to keep exploring. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com to explore our full podcast archive. In the show notes page to this episode, I will link up to our pages about anal preparation, how to clean out for anal play, how to get your butt ready for your partner's attention, They're actually some of the most popular pages on our website, um, which is great. Nothing could make me happier than teaching the world how to clean their butts. Um, But these are all really useful information for you if you're ready to explore and have all of those questions of what about poop and what about cleaning? All of that information will be linked up in the show notes page. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com. We have a treasure trove of information waiting for you. When you are ready to master new erotic skills like anal sex, there could be no one better to teach you how to have amazing anal sex than the two of us. (laughs) I have to say, dear wife. 
Truth be told. It is true. Somehow this became part of my life's calling. I never would have expected it, but I love teaching people about their butts. All right. We love you. We love your butt. We love that you are listening to the show. Thank you for being part of our community. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure.